Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Hey guys, this episode of The Read is brought to you by Bevel. Bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. Our friend Tristan Walker developed the awesome system. Kid Fury loves it. My brother loves it. And you can love it too. All you have to do is go to GetBevel.com today and use code The Read to get 20% off your first month. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. And use promo code The Read. It's time for a smarter shave with Bevel and The Read. This episode is also being brought to you by Credit Karma. The most important number in your life is not your age, IQ, or amount of episodes of Real Housewives on your DVR. It's your credit score. And so you've got to make sure that you stay on top of it. With Credit Karma, you can download a free app right now and it'll give you your score and lots of information on how you can improve your score or what you've been doing. So all you got to do right now is text READ, that's READ, to 89800 to download the free Credit Karma app and get started. That's READ 89800 is the number to text. Check it out and let us know what you think and let's get the show started. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Race cars, lasers, airplanes. It's a duck bitch sing it! My Salvamistry, rewrite history, duck tales, woo, tales of daring, you bad and good duck tales, woo. I finally know it. That was great. That song, listen, I used to fucking love that show. It was life. I don't know what it was about it. I loved every bit of it. I'm so glad that you finally Yay, got one. Finally. Well, hey guys, I'm Louise Belcher. <laughs> and I am Eartha Kitt. Are you finally into Bob's Burgers? Because I've been trying to convert you for months. Show's fucking hilarious. Oh my God, what happened? <laughs> you got high. Anyway, so, you know, <laughs> this is the read. I just, you know. Okay. <laughs> I watched a lot of Bob's Burgers during my um, weekend away. Oh yeah, how was that? Did you have fun in LA away from, you know, all of New York and it's... <laughs> Glamour. I came back kicking and screaming. I'll just say that. Yeah. I had a perfect time in LA. And um, yeah, I went to Malibu. That beach is so beautiful. The mountains are great. Lots of weed. Mm -hmm. Bob's Burgers is funny. 
you know. I saw your Snapchat. You were on the set of Blackish with our fave. Yeah, that was kind of like mind blowing because like you and Diane or not Diana Marseille Marseille she's so so adorable and talented and smart and you can tell that she loves her job and then also to just be on that set was awesome and I yeah. got to like rub the counter and be like okay Jennifer Lewis stood right here and I opened the fridge <laughs> and I'm like, okay this is where Tracy Ellis Ross was I got to go in and Dre Anthony Anderson's closet it was fantastic I loved it so thank you so much to the great folks over at Blackish Fun. thank you so much to Marseille and her awesome parents for listening <laughs> her mom told me that she said that if she could cuss we would be the same person <laughs> and I was like you know what well the baby I don't knows. know if I can disagree <laughs> the child knows listen I love her congrats so, yeah. That's fun. This week in Black Excellence, amen. I want amen. to... Amen, amen. Amen. I want to... First of all, I saw... Mm, I'm going to save that one for next week. This week, I want to um, talk about a short film that I watched online called... Oh, God. Okay, work with me here. All right. People. Because you know that I really hate... Anyway, the movie is called Oya, Rise of the Orishas. And it is um, written, produced, directed by a man named Nosa. Hmm. Give it your best shot. Okay. All right. And I Googled it. Like, I really did my work. Africa. I did the work that I could. Anyway, the... The film is called Oya Rise of the Orishas, and it's said to be the first African superhero film. If you don't know what Orishas are, they're like Orishas are like like these African deities. They're kind of like spiritual manifestations of God. Okay, but it's like a real um, part of like Yoruba religion, and um, there are practices. It's practiced in like all sorts of places around the world but the movie kind of takes the idea of the Orishas and creates or makes them into superheroes mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a black African X-Men I love it. based on like real religious okay. spirits and gods and you know I feel like with the right amount of like attention and budget, like it could, I want to see it with like a Marvel universe, okay, like backing behind it. Because I great. think that the director definitely has a great um, eye, and I think it's a fun idea. And I'm all for black sci-fi and good yeah. shit, and okay. not oh my gosh, look at this wig and moo I was gonna say you're gonna tie this back into another Tyler. You know, Perry but production. he's you know you doing good things. He's you know a you good person. Do this. Okay. I think. Anyway. Anyway, so look Shout that up. Shout out to them. Um, you can watch the short film on YouTube, and I think they've got crowdfunding or something like that. So I just liked it. Go check it out. Uh, so this week. <laughs> For bitch, you already know. Yes. I'm going to change the name of that every week. Okay. I thought that was excellent, though. Because, like, at Bob's Burgers at the beginning, there's always, like, a different burger of the day. Yeah, and it's always and something like, witty. And the truck, yeah. Maybe I'll do something like that. Okay. Or not. I'm so glad you're finally getting... I've been trying to get you to watch this fucking show. You know, it was odd for me and just a little too off-putting that 
the mother's voice is so very clearly a man. And, and they didn't even try and make Tina sound like a little girl. So it was just like, the first time I but watched it. that adds it, to the humor, I think. Mm, like, I mean, because there are lots of people who don't have traditionally, like, feminine or masculine voices. So it's not like, completely out of nowhere but at the it same time it's like weird. you're not used to seeing that right especially with animated characters it's like you're not used to seeing that at all because when i first watched the boondocks it was weird to me because i thought that riley and he would both sounded like little black girls i thought they sounded exactly the same i was like so it's just gonna be regina they both sound like regina king to me so <laughs> it was too hard to deal with that yeah but yeah it. it's hilarious and i just feel like louise is me and i am her yeah oh she's terrible she's a right to the fucking core she's she is just, me as shit she is just dark sided that little girl <laughs> she's my absolute favorite her sister said that she was going through some shit when that boy wouldn't come to her party or some shit she said ooh maybe you should kill yourself <laughs> see that's terrible just, that's the shit you be she's thinking she's the shit okay so okay this week in celebrity nonsense and oh is there a whole lot of it should we <laughs> Where do we even start? Should we mention that, you know, we're drinking right now? So let me just start there. Okay. Let's just start there. Um. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I left the West Coast with a large amount of THC already in my system. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I came here and I did my normal routine. Okay. Apparently... Um, this Drake and Meek Mill feud is still going. And at some point, Charlemagne received bottles of Dom Perignon. Yeah, you just go ahead and say it just like that. Tom Perigen and <laughs> Champagne. Yes. Um, that's right. Yeah, so he sent Charlemagne all of these bottles of champagne. Um, and mm. somehow you got a bottle of it. I just told Charlemagne as soon as I heard the track, if Drake actually sends you that shit, I want one. Like, and I was not fucking around with him. So, thanks Charlemagne for actually following through. I appreciate that. So, thanks Charlemagne and Aubrey. Oh yes, for <laughs> and my man Aubrey. <laughs> my inebriation today. Yes. So yeah, we're just we decided to pop it for the show. So we're gonna drink. This Dom Perignon that Drake bought for us. Oh, girl, whatever. Croissant. <laughs> and go into this bullshit. So, if you haven't heard, we talked about this last week. Meek Mill and Drake have been going... Well, Meek Mill went off on Drake because he didn't tweet the Walmart.com link. To <laughs> I don't know. He got upset. Bitch, and, where's my Amazon download? But that's download? not it. Like... It's just, I don't believe it. He didn't give it a has to link. be deeper than that. Why would you do this to yourself behind he a He got link? into it with Nikki, and I don't know what that bitch said, but she said something slick more than likely, and I'm sure I would love whatever it was. <laughs> but I feel like, because he kept saying, I, I just wanted to prove to somebody that I have no chill. Why? Who doubted that? Nigga, you yell on every fucking record. Every time. Who thought you were chilled out? Who accused you of that? Like, who... Who brought this lie to your attention? You better get the hell on somewhere. Um, on drugs is what happened. So he accused on drugs. Drake, <laughs> he accused Drake of using Ghostwriter by the name of Quentin Miller and um, saying that he doesn't write his music and he's lame and blah, blah, blah. And also accused um, Nikki's ex, Safari, of twerking, which apparently is a fact. Yeah, I think there's a video of that. 
Um, it could go either way. But listen, a lot of men can twerk. That doesn't mean anything. I do it all the time. It's, you know, a pastime for me. I mean, if your body's built that it's way. It's kind of part of my heritage. That, right. I was going to say, you grew up listening to that music, that dancing is part of your culture. Like, whatever, nigga. I'm too problem. Um, the point is that Meek Mill brought this on himself. So, Drake decided to respond by um, making music. <laughs> and just keeping it all the way hip-hop. Yeah. He released some song called Charged Up on Apple Music, which he kind of introduced me to the Connect, the Connect feature page? on there. I didn't yeah. understand it. Yeah, it's very dope. Halfway lit. Yeah. I'm a, like kind of a fan. Either way, he put <laughs> that up there and made like some minor shots. I thought that that Charged Up song was cool because it was like very monotone it was like ooh five packs of Z-Quill and you know yeah. some dirty Sprite like that was the whole people are like but he don't sound charged up exactly like that nigga. was the point right like I'm gonna slay you I'm gonna roll out of bed right <laughs> I'm gonna turn on this smooth R&B jazz medley this unison <laughs> and tunes. serenade you hoes with this response to this bitch nigga like and then he the also point released two other throwaway songs like yeah i'm just here to bless the, the kids yeah, just, so here's two other ones just free songs for everybody just, i'm know, in a giving mood yeah whatever because bitches want to talk so i'm just gonna give the world jams <laughs> and it's gonna be on every ios device in the country and we thought that was it like for the past few days well so then he gave the girls moments to decide did. how they felt about that oh i think i should also mention that before that came out flunk master flex was uh he I guess on his show, he premiered some audio that was supposed to be the reference track yeah. that Drake allegedly uses or had used by whoever writes his music. Um, and so, you know, he dived his ass up in there, too, and got chomped. Um, <laughs> he Okay, so Funkmaster Flex told to, like, the whole world and the world's cousin that Meat Mill was going to have a response ready and it was going to be on his show and 500 bombs and virgins and all kinds of shit. And it was going to be, you know, amazing. And so everybody was tuned in. <laughs> nothing. Yelling, <laughs> memes, nothing. Not a thing. Um, so that was quite embarrassing for her. And then <laughs> the next day, Drake said, you know what? <laughs> Since you decided to play. I'm just going to unfurl my dick again. <laughs> and give you just another dose. And see, this is the reason why Drake... Mm. You're always going to be the baddest bitch point two point to me. That's right. Because the main bad bitch. We know. It's always gonna party. be Trina. We know. It's just it. always You already know it. But it takes a very extra special bad bitch to say, I don't do what? <laughs> I don't I'm You're sorry. talking to who? Me? What while you're polishing off your girlfriend's boots first, church <laughs> her tour? So what right. I'm going to do then is I'm going to drop three songs for the girls. They'll be on my phone. They'll be on yours just in case you want to check it out. Okay. So get oh, your charger Jesus. out because it's going to be right there. And I'm waiting on you to say something back to me. Here I am with my hands behind my ears. I haven't heard anything. I know that I should. I can hear Meek Mill's whispers in my dreams. He's just <laughs> that loud, but I don't hear anything right now. So what's happening? Right. Nothing. Okay, well, I'm going to piss on the industry again. Like, he just had the yeah, nerve and the did. audacity. And then on top of that said, 
not only am I going to write this, I'm going to live out all the shit I'm talking in this. I'm going to actually send Charlemagne these bottles, bitch. And I'm going to talk about all of the late night text messages that your girlfriend sends me talking to about you. Like he told <laughs> yes. all that nigga all of it in that freestyle. <laughs> Every portion of his story. All of it right there. He straight up said, okay, well, you know, when Nikki sits you down and lets you know that you niggas are better off as friends, you know, boo-hoo, and I hope you manage to pick up your feelings and get over it. Is that a world tour or your girl's tour? Come on, come on, because we know the answer, but come on, come on. Like, really, he's, like, absolutely (laughs) shitting. If you want to get down to, like, brass 100%. Like, shout out to to all my boss bitches, wife and niggas. Make sure you hit him with the prenup. And then have the... Like, it's just full of all of this glorious shade. It is. And I can't... I can't take it. So I'm really interested in seeing how Meat Mill is going to respond. Because he has just got to go out, you know, with the blazer. You got to go out with, like, (laughs) Cleo for this one. Because there's really no winning. Right. No, there isn't. Like, he can... Honestly, he needs to put something out, like, I guess, to save face. But no matter what this nigga does... Is not going to help him win this war. Like, you're not winning this. Drake can out-money you, out-status you, out-album you, out-read you. Like, it's just so many levels here. You should have had a diss record on ice. Should have been if ready. you knew you were going to read him that way. Just so... Because everybody knows... Niggas think Drake knows is soft, though. Niggas Drake really do. Drake is not the one... Drake is not going to do all of that back and forth shit. Like, I don't... He's not gonna get on Twitter. He's not gonna get on Twitter and rant. Like, all... <laughs> I know in terms of Drake and social media are the times he posts those filtered ass photos of him popping a bottle in Vegas or like Mars or wherever the fuck or some picture of like his nieces or some chicken wings or some bitch that he you know ignored whatever right I don't see him going and battling people online what he's going to do is get into the studio and rap better than you. So what you have to do then <laughs> is be prepared if you're going Jesus. if you're going to do that with him, be prepared to rap better than him because mm-hmm. that is going to be his response. And you could have if avoided he responds all this. to you at all. You could have just minded your business though. You could have just stayed in your own fucking lane, enjoyed the fact that you had a number one album, enjoy the fact that you're on a world tour or, you know, wrapping up the US leg of it. Lo- you know, enjoy your girlfriend. You could have just been happy with the success you have achieved. But he got to this that number point. one album and he got Nicki Minaj as his motherfucking girlfriend and he's just started feeling like, well, I'm just gonna say fuck all these niggas because who is te- King Kong? has an fraction of a shit on me. That was Meek Mill's... <laughs> you know, that's how he was feeling about himself in that time. But he and then Drake came around right. and said, no, the Xena Warrior Princess, fuck you, won't not in here today. <laughs> that back-to-back freestyle was when Xena goes, yeah! That, that, that's, that's what it was yes. in rap form. That's exactly what... It was like, just to make sure your bitch that ass That frisbee knows. shit that she be throwing, that was it. Because, sweetie, we all... While you hype off this number one album, the strength of your girlfriend is the sole reason you have it. And then the worst part about it is, we <laughs> all know, as soon as this tour is over... <laughs> How long you think she gonna give it? I think, you know what... The tour ends when? Let me do a fresh Google. Because I'm thinking it's good. it has to be ma- max a month after the tour. Because I really feel like she's going to try and, you know. I think she's going to end it before the holidays because it's hard to break up with niggas after Halloween. 
between like right. Halloween and Valentine's Day, Is you it? like can't break up with people. It's difficult. How? It's more complicated. Why? Because it's holiday season. People are all in their feelings. How do you not know this? You can't break up with somebody right before Christmas. How do you even know anything about feelings? Uh, because I have dated women, and all they talk about is they fucking feelings. What are you talking about? You are a nigga. <laughs> I am. <laughs> anyway, I don't know when the fuck this tour what? ends. It doesn't even matter. But as soon as before it is. Before 2016 hits. She's going to be like, well. It has been nice. The dick was lovely thank you for the penis and you know what nikki you don't need to be embarrassed Mm-mm. you don't you can break up with that nigga now if you yeah. feel like it honestly because we you can understand. drop him from the tour he's not selling tickets he wanted to be standing next to you and beyonce and jay-z with this these disneyland glasses on <laughs> right. he didn't know how to act and this around express beyonce. polo girl, <laughs> you saw what he wore around beyonce around beyonce girl that is she what he put on niggas. to be Photograph with Beyonce. Poor Meek. You're just like, this wasn't, you got a little heady herself. You got no, not poor Meek. Up. Meek rode all of this attention, all of Nikki's celebrity and success, rode that shit straight to the top. He may have been on top for just one week, but the fact is that he got there and a lot of niggas can't say the same. And so he needs to just enjoy the money, the attention, capitalize off it if you can, and try to move on. Like, it is what it is. Nobody expects that first relationship, that rebound, to be the shit that lasts forever. It, that's never the case. Well, umbrella got the get, kids sipping um, Don <laughs> P. You know what yeah. team I'm on. No, I'm kidding. Um, and I was at... Um, you're just not going to beat fucking Drake. Drake, like... Not when he's sending Old people balls. like Drake, young people like Drake, white people, black people, yeah. moms, dads, nieces, cats, dogs. Everybody fucking loves Drake. And low-key... Drake got that beard now and looking like he's doing a little bit of uh, bow, ninjutsu, yeah. yoga. I've been saying that for a while. Tennis. He's in shape. Backgammon. He's lifting weights. That nigga is benching real so shit So he's now. probably just really waiting for somebody to run out. Like, we might actually be shocked <laughs> one of these days when y'all gonna run up on him and he's secretly been working on his ninja arts and his training so that you can come and well, he can crack that neck. Let's let this be a With lesson to niggas. You cannot just don't just come out of pocket coming for people out of nowhere. People who ain't did shit to you, be, based off something that you perceive they did. If you your feelings are that fucking hurt, then nigga pick up the phone and send a nigga a text message. Call a nigga. Don't sit up here and go. You on the internet acting a fucking fool, letting your feelings out for what? Now you look like boo boo the motherfucking fool, and you can't win this. You did this shit to yourself. Oh well. Oh well. So, uh, let's talk about Birdman's recent interview with Angie Martinez. Mm, mm, I don't want to. We're gonna. Okay. So, in an interview that Birdman... Just don't say assassinate again, because that I can't do. Birdman sat down with great old... I love Angie Martinez, by the way. She is legend. She... Living legend. Yes. So they decided to, you know, talk about all of these rumors and things surrounding what's going on between Gangstalicious. Um, yeah, that's it. Wheezy F and Baby. Okay. And um, it was very odd. First things first, I'll eat your brains. Um, I okay. just want to mention that these niggas can be 
USDA grade A nig. Like these are some <laughs> prime cut niggas. But when I tell you that this motherfucker is balling, bitch, Angie pulled up to the motherfucking house. It's like marble floors oh and the guy, everything is waxed. And there, he's just like, oh yeah, the yacht is out there, bitch. We're going to get to that in a moment. Like, let me sh- introduce you to the unicorns and the phoenix I got. <laughs> and then, like, they're sitting at the table and he's talking. They're like literally in the middle of this interview talking about all of these rumors and shit that's been flying around over the past however many weeks. And all of a sudden, this white woman comes out with like a plate of like fish and spaghetti or something. What the fuck? <laughs> She's like, hmm. Birdman, you're lunchable, sir. <laughs> like, it was like, what the fuck did this bitch come from? Why did she just walk up to this? What? What the fuck? Like, what the fuck is going on? It was like a, like, like, potato dinner rolls oh my God. on a plate. Please get With the like, I can't. Your, like, your meat on spaghetti. <laughs> it was everything. Okay. Okay. Everything. I see that you and got you your know, whole like, life. There must have been, and I feel like there were still so many like young, like child laborers, child laborers okay. that like right. died don't, for the seasoning. Don't do this. No, because it was just like it was too much. It was just yeah. so like okay. The garments on his back had been clearly <laughs> just come out of a silkworm's ass. Everything was just sparkly. What's wrong with you? <laughs> the <nigga is> rich. <laughs> Okay, the nigga is rich. We can- anyway, so all right. Well, okay, so I think we're a little drunk. That's probably a big part of the problem between <laughs> them. Anyway, no, their real issue is deeper than just money and business. Oh no, absolutely. Like I think we figured that out. And they're now. trying. To, I mean, yeah, but they keep trying to make it seem like, oh, well, I want to get out of my contract. Oh well. You know, he feels like I owe him $51 million, but I just paid him $60 million, some shit, up front and da da da, whatever. The thing about it is, every two seconds, regardless of the question Angie asked, his <laughs> response was, you know, Weezy, that's my son. And okay. he always going to be right. my son. I'm right. his daddy. That's my son. I would never ever disrespect my son. Well, of course, you're saying that son. now that there's an investigation out on your ass, man. <laughs> that's my son. <laughs> just over and over. That's, he just kept reiterating the fact that this is his son, although he's not his son. But you know, like yeah. it's like he kept saying he that, and like, okay, no, it wasn't me throwing bottles or throwing drinks at Liv, and nobody with me threw those drinks because that's my son and nobody would ever throw anything <laughs> at my son and you know like we spoke two days after that and they asked oh well what about you know the allegations of you trying to have him killed I don't know nothing about that but all I know is that's my son okay. and nobody's right. ever gonna shoot my son and it was like okay well apparently you know Wayne is saying that he wants to get out of his contract and you won't let him so you know what's so going Angie on so Angie is asking the real question. she's asking him the question and he is just that's my son <laughs> And anything he want to do, I support him. If he want to go, he can go. So, so Angie's then, like, but he wants to go. <laughs> so then why are you suing Jay-Z for putting his album on And he title? said that was the first time he ever sued anybody. He said, if he, he just kept saying things that didn't make no damn <laughs> okay. sense. Because it's like, you're trying Hi. to paint this picture that that's your son and he's, you know, you're his father and y'all have this great relationship and you're still talking all the time. He said he spoke to him two days ago and they just can't agree. And then Wayne says one thing on social media and then says something else behind the closed doors, but he 
keeps trying to make it seem like anything Wayne wants to do, he supports it. Okay. Except leave. I guess because... <laughs> right. Don't sit up here and talk about oh, he can do whatever he wants to do and all this, but we... So why the fuck is y'all fighting? Right. So then how come every other day on the fucking blogs is some new Birdman trying to take Lil Wayne out? Lil Wayne can't put his music no fucking wherever SoundCloud. Why is it all this goddamn drama then? Why I is it really always I don't something? believe that he had anything to do. And I really don't even feel like Young Thug had anything to do I w- I truly with Wayne hope being... Not. You know, with, I don't... That doesn't make any sense because Young Thug is always talking about how much he worships Wayne and he would never go, you know, argue with him or diss him or whatever because that's his idol, which is obvious. Plus, I'm mean, sure Wayne makes a lot of money for Birdman. Why would he want to take that nigga out? That don't make sense. Past that, I'm just thinking, like, I really don't believe that you and your daughter and his daughter are best friends and you would try to kill that girl's daddy. That just doesn't make any sense to me. But there's obviously something else here that's going on that y'all don't want to talk to. And I mean, you know, that's why they've got shrinks and Jesus. So, whatever. (laughs) Y'all have too much money. Y'all need to hire a professional and fucking talk it out. Like... Y'all too wealthy for this. You niggas should be way happier than this. Oh, boy. She asked him, so what about Nikki and Drake? Or oh, is, no. there, is there any chance oh, of you no. leaving them? He was like, Nikki and Drake ain't going <laughs> no. <laughs> them two colors can get it out the head right you now. You got that. Like, <laughs> that's some shit I'll say flat out. Cash money getting six No, albums. the fuck they ain't. <laughs> no. Woo. I hope they work it out. Well, amen. Yeah. I'm and glad he came It'll make him. for a really great reunion tour or concert or something eventually. One day. One day. But yeah. All right. Okay. So, what else we got? I was, is there something that the internet has been acting a fucking fool lately? This is a very delicious champagne, Aubrey. And I know that you it had is. nothing to do with me drinking it, but I just want you to know that I appreciate you. Yes. Thank you for, for sending this to me, kind you're, of. You know, it's. <laughs> It's just so easy to drink. We have Saturday. The bottle is gone. Like, we have killed it. So It's like a light-skinned drink from a light-skinned <laughs> hero. So, earlier I was on Beats 1, and I wanted to... I was throwing into a Drake song, and I wanted to say... Up next is a song from the light-skinned poppy who's breaking hearts and <laughs> dashing dreams on the internet. I don't hear the lie. There was no lie, like just in case he would have found that offensive, I decided not to say it. But I feel like Drake would have known that that was a compliment. I mean, how isn't it? Like he just he he has submitted. Honestly, this is his Beyonce moment. Like he has cemented himself as far as like don't fuck with me on a rap nigga status. Like I don't think anybody is gonna try. And Drake that's again. what it should be about. Like at the end of the day, if you're going to bicker with me, rap better than me. Like out rap yeah, me. Yeah, out rap me. I'll sit Because that's the part that's the fun part. Yeah. We can all laugh and kiki about the Twitter shit all we want to, but <laughs> the like going at each other yeah. old school on wax, that's what makes you know, rap feuds exciting. Yeah, so it do is. that. Meek, I know that you're gonna wait and until keep it in the studio. We walk out of this motherfucker tonight for you to put <laughs> that song up. I know you gonna wait. And we had like I've been eyeing my timeline all day waiting for his response. <laughs> and I know he's gonna wait as until soon as, soon as, the as show we hits done. iTunes. It's gonna <laughs> fucking link is gonna drop. Anyway, let's talk about Hulk Hogan. Oh my God! So Hulk Hogan, um, young we? people, Must is we? a white man that used to jump on other white men <laughs> back in the day for the WWF for money. Um, yeah, that used to be an F, not yeah. an E. 
It used to be the, yeah, until the... You remember living through the E? I took the E personally. <laughs> Did you? Mm. I really didn't care. I just couldn't believe the Wildlife Federation or whatever actually won that case. I would have thought there was no way in hell that they would actually let them keep mm-hmm. that name, but they did. They damn sure did. Well. Um, mm, that gives me some thoughts. I was never a fan of wrestling. I always felt like it was fake, so I was never into Here's it. Here's the thing. I never understood. I wasn't a fan of wrestling when Hulk Hogan was out. Hulk no. Hogan was mm-hmm. way before my time. Yeah. Um, I think that I started paying attention to wrestling during the Dwayne Johnson era. Yeah, I was going to say, when The Rock came around, all of a sudden I was just kind of accidentally catching them every now and then. I don't remember how old I was, but I know that my uncle was a huge wrestling fan, and that's back when it was still WWF. And I feel like right on the cusp of that change. But I watched back then, and I remember like Triple H and Stone Cold, and I liked it, because it felt like... It kind of felt like I was watching something I wasn't supposed to be watching because it was just so brutal and all the niggas were naked. And, like, <laughs> and they were just sweating all over porny, each other. And right. yeah, not mm-hmm. porny, but it was just like dramatic and had like these storylines. It was just absurd. But I was still <laughs> so young that I didn't really know that it was fake. But when I found out that it was fake, I just remember saying that explains a lot like i just remember thinking mm, that makes sense i get it now so anyway hulk hogan is a guy that used to do that i was gonna say how did we even get started on the fucking oh. this is all drake's we're charged uh, up are we really surprised that hulk hogan is racist his mustache looks like the wig of a slave master and it has right, for I'm as long as i've home. known I'm him so how could you not know like girl he has been prou- prancing around in hollywood with this goddamn Django <laughs> mustache with this niggas under the floorboard stash on his face and this mullet for as long as we've known the girl so what did you think like, anyway, I'm not surprised at all. I'm like, okay, the least shocking thing that you could tell me today is Hulk Hogan is racist, my nigga. Like, anything else would be a surprise over that. He looks racist. <laughs> Can you stop? Is a pig's pussy still poor? <laughs> we have to get a camera in the studio so people can see your crazy Like, ass. bitch, I don't even... So anyway. Yes. Anyway. Three years ago, I don't remember, like, 2012... Um, this video appeared on Gawker of Hulk Hogan sleeping with his best friend's wife. And for whatever reason, people clicked on it. Um, Who wanted to see Hulk Hogan have sex? For the Identify very yourself. black life of me. <laughs> like, you don't have to watch all the sex tapes, girl. You can skip some of them. Some just, I don't, I can live without some of these. Yes. Um, anyway. anyway. So Hulk Hogan decided to, he filed like a hundred million dollar lawsuit against Gawker for posting it or some shit. And so now recent, like the trial, I guess, was supposed to be coming up sometime soon. And now take Drake's Just making to the sure. Head. Right. There's nothing left in this bottle before I put it back in its box. Uh, I'm putting this in my storage unit. <laughs> like, this is important to me. I'm going to rinse right. this out and preserve it with my Beyonce magazine. Sure, I would as well. Okay. Mm. Probably, I bet you if you hold it towards the ocean and put your ear to it, <laughs> you can hear one in a million. You can hear Blue Ivy's first album. <laughs> you can hear back and forth. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Four page letter. Ooh, it's an 
Anyway, goddamn, we are so drunk. So anyway, um, Hulk Hogan is racist. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> what the fuck? Audio from that same tape leaked. Apparently, like the judge had made a motion or something, whatever the legal term is, to keep that part of the tape confidential. Turns out, at some point after screwing the fuck out of his best friend's, okay. you know, spouse, Gross. he also had a conversation about his daughter fucking niggers. <sighs> and then he said, "Let me." And actually, she looked the type too. So I mean, shocked? <laughs> no. I mean, but honestly, and that's because I always thought Hulk Hogan was racist. And every racist white man I knew growing up, and I knew a lot, his daughter loved to fuck niggas. <laughs> like, her favorite pastime was fucking niggas in the back of the school. Like, Called on it. the lunch hour. They mm-hmm. loved it. So, just that's just a note to all of you who are out here preaching the KKK to your white-ass daughters. You ain't doing nothing but driving them close. And to I like love that. that he says in the video that he's racist. Like he doesn't he don't even, give a fuck. He like said that he was racist and oh, I'd rather her marry an eight foot tall nigger worth a hundred million dollars. But have you seen his Twitter? Did you see what he did? Like coming on Twitter trying to defend himself. Yeah, and he's now trying to say that. He's trying to accuse somebody at Gawker of leaking this and saying that they should be arrested because they knew that the trial was coming up and this was going to make him look bad and that he should automatically win the case. People don't get arrested for making you look bad. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, you still said it, though, bitch. You said it. <laughs> we can only make you look bad because you said something that made you look bad. In the middle of adultery. <laughs> In the middle of adultery. He actually went on the internet and said President Obama used the N-word and it's no big deal. But Hulk Hogan uses the N-word and all of a sudden it's a reason to end his career. My, are you fucking joking? Girl. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Choke. Just, I, just choke. Because <laughs> just what die. else? And there was like, apparently there's another video of when he went to go visit his son in jail. And yeah. he said something about niggas and I hope that we, jail. like. The man, the Hogan's are white trash, just percent, and that's through and through. Like there's no all of you. doubt about it. <laughs> it's genetic. Like all of y'all are garbage. So pissed off, and all of you little niggas who were raised by Hulk Hogan because you. <laughs> don't, don't say that. Don't say that. You should move on. Take the high road. All I'm saying is, bitch, call a spade a spade. That's it. <laughs> that's right. Just it, call a fucking spade a spade. Talking about all that and with his fake ass, whack ass apology. Y'all always apologize when you got when you get caught and then all of a sudden you had Bitch, this was three years ago. This wasn't even a long time ago. Anyway. Anyway. So there's that. Also that might be the end of it. Okay. Is that all the hot topics? Tiger's getting kicked out of his house. Who cares? Um, oh, well, he didn't pay his mortgage? Who cares? So you can own a jet, but you can't pay your... Okay. And lions, tigers, bears. Niggas, niggas, Y'all get this fast money and y'all start living all lavish instead of putting that shit down somewhere because the IRS is going to take half like you should. And I just don't understand it, but all right. But then again, Tyga, I don't know the story because I don't care. It don't really matter. There you go. He don't need his house. He's just going to live with that underage little girl. Uh, I am Kate premiered... um, I heard the Kardashians were on that, so I can't watch it. Kanye was on it. The rest of them weren't, though? 
I don't know. I just watched the clip with Kanye. You know? I can only tolerate Kanye and then everyone under the age of eight. And then the rest of them can just drown. I can't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't I don't. deal with that fucking family. I really... Have you seen the latest round of plastic surgery Khloe Kardashian got? She doesn't even look like the same fucking person anymore. She got more plastic surgery. She has a little round face, a little round nose. Maybe it was like the surgery and the makeup together. She looked like a totally different goddamn person. I'll, I can't deal I with that. I saw her bitches. on the cover of like Complex or something with her ass. Oh, no, 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 no. Not that picture. It was a, it was another one where she looked honestly like a whole other person. I, I have just to find don't it care. and show it to like, you. Yeah, and there's that. I just, you know, I missed I Am Kate. I do want to watch it even with, you know, God only knows how many harpies <laughs> okay. make cameo appearances in this episode, but just interested in what she has to say and like I just kind of want to see it you know and I'm not really a Caitlyn Jenner fan I'm just a fan of living your truth and being proud of who you are and that sort of thing and I just kind of want to see how I'm just interested yeah I guess um Raven Simone do you want to wait and just drag her all together during later? Or because wanna... my read is actually a story that's complete, and it's not even really a read. It's just something I want to say, but it has nothing to do with her. But yeah, you know what? I'll just mention it towards because what a d- nobody's ever complained when your reads are extra long or you do more than one. So so all right. We've been talking long enough. Oh, great <laughs> champ. Great champ, Drake. Thanks, Drake. We really appreciate you. Um, that wraps up the hot topics. Or oh, the... I just wanted to say rest in peace to Bobby Christina. Oh, God. I oh, mean, God. Oh, God. Such a tragic story, man. And, like, we all kind of were just bracing ourselves yeah. for the announcement because the family kept saying, like, no one even sounded like they had hope anymore. Right. And so it's fucking, like... I, I just feel know. for that baby. I feel like... 22. I remember the entire span of Bobby Christina's life. I remember Whitney being pregnant with her. I remember every public part of it, you know? And I just feel like at no point did I feel like Bobby Christina, like, really had the chance that she deserved. And it's just sad. It's yeah. a sad story. So, yeah. Rest in peace, Bobby Chris. I hope you're happy now. Um. Okay. We're going to take a break and come back with letters. Hey guys, don't forget to check out our newest sponsor, Credit Karma. With Credit Karma, you can see your free credit score right now. All you have to do is text READ to 89800 to download the Credit Karma app and get started today. Credit Karma is super dope because they provide free credit monitoring alerts. So if something fishy comes up, you can check your report immediately and see if it's legit. Kifuri knows all about them because he's used them before. Yes, I had to use Credit Karma when I was looking for my apartment last year and it came in great Handy. One of the things I love the most about it is that they don't just show you your credit score. They actually break everything down for you and help you manage your credit. And they give you the free credit monitoring that Crystal just mentioned with free alerts when your score changes. So, like we said, just text READ to 89800 to download the free Credit Karma app and get started. It's awesome and you need it. It's life, honey. So get in the know. Yeah, you really do need it because your credit score is so important from everything to apartments to buying a house there's just so many different situations where you need to know your credit so again text READ to 89800 to download the free Credit Karma app and get started today find out what may be the most important number in your life and now let's get back to the show I'm bossy I'm the first bitch to scream on the track I took all the style of the track 
Oh, no. Okay, so this is your remix. Okay. Hey. We're back, and welcome to the listener letter portion of the show. And Azealia Banks is no longer going on tour with K. Michelle. Oh, really? What happened with that? I don't care, but it's not happening, <laughs> and I am glad. I was just I'm sure all the Azealia fans was who like, were silent last who week are excited good now. fuck wanted to go see K. Michelle? <laughs> I just wanted to see the sea queen, bitch. I don't want to see no motherfucking clip art Kroger. <sighs> I can't blame you, honestly. Crisp fuck, Michelle. Don't worry At least Azealia Banks has a song that I like. K. Michelle, I cannot say the same. You know that. That one song you played, you or Asante, one of y'all played that song. And I was like, this one is not so bad. I don't know. But anyway, at least she has one. That other bitch can't say the same. (laughs) Send your question to asktherina.gmail.com. We're going to start this week with an update. Remember? You almost bonded. I mean, you know, kind of, you know. A little bit. Play it again. Angel Hayes got your puss on kind. Whoa, what? <laughs> Angel Hayes. You damn right about that. Me and Angel Hayes are like so close to being together. You're mad right now. And I can understand why, honestly, because my baby is requesting to see me and you are pissed. It's just, I haven't it's said fine. anything. I mean, but the look on your face is one. Uh, I mean, like, I know that you're mad. It's right more now. so confusion. Why would you be confused? Because Angel Hayes is so fine. Because Angel know. Hayes is four. No, she's not four. See, and when you say that, that makes me feel nasty. That makes me feel real tiger. <laughs> and I'm well, not. She's a legal adult. No, it's not tiger. Okay, right. It's she's not. in her 20s. No, no, she's not. Listen. She's just so small and tiny. We're just going to hang out and smoke weed and watch movies and stuff. I don't even know why you automatically assume it's a sexual thing. Like, Because I feel like she's going to like play some Miguel and like do <laughs> some tarantula <laughs> voodoo on you. What the fuck is tarantula voodoo? I don't know. Just like, like jump on you. Okay. So anyway, we're starting this week with an update. Remember the drug test letter we got where the girl didn't know if she wanted to send, give her pizza to her friend? So she said after talking Give her friend the pizza. Give her friend the urine so she could pass the drug test. Remember because her friend got in a car wreck at work. Pizza sounds better. You are so... Are you alright? Are you going to be able to get through this? I remember it. Okay. After talking to my boyfriend about it and researching it online, (laughs) I decided to go ahead and let my friend use my pee for her drug test. It can't be traced back to me if she got in trouble and that was out of my hands. I ended up letting her use it in exchange for her helping my boyfriend and I move into our new apartment the next day. She passed her test and we didn't have to move all that damn furniture ourselves. So everybody won. Thanks for your feedback. Much love and keep up the good Yay, road. piss! Regine. That was her name. She said, and she included Regine like on Living Single. Just so. Regine. You niggas know. That I want to, how, how do you do the French R? Because it's not like the Spanish. It's not like the Spanish. No, R. it's not. It's like, it's like more, it's throaty. Regine. Yeah, you kind of like cough a little bit. There you go. That's it. You got it. there one day. Okay, so let's start this week. <laughs> Jesus God. Um, and this question comes from Geronimo. <laughs> I don't know why. Geronimo says, I recently reconnected with a lady friend from high school and I'm letting her stay with me for a little while until she can get back on her feet. She has a steady job and she takes care of herself and pays her way, but she went through a bitter divorce and she needs a little help. We get along very well because we've been sleeping together for the past three months. I mean, well, <laughs> <laughs> niggas. all signs point to get along. Last week, she told me that she's pregnant, and this is where it gets crazy. I got a vasectomy three years ago, 
And I only got the vasectomy because I already have three kids and I went through a nasty custody battle with my ex-wife a few years ago. My girlfriend knows I don't want any more kids and I've been very vocal about that because she knows the situation with me and my children already. It's funny because she's extremely happy and thinking of names and planning out the next nine months and I'm sitting here looking at her and wondering how she can keep a straight face planning our future while knowing that she's been fucking somebody else. Not only do I need help telling her that she's not having my baby, but I need to tell her that she has to move in with a nigga that she really is pregnant by. How can I do this when she's in such a fragile state? I'd feel really guilty if anything went wrong during this first trimester. Please help. So it's niggerish, but it's also not. Like It's sickening is what it is. <laughs> like the fact that you know you can't have or you're pretty sure. Does it does a does a vasectomy completely eliminate the ability? I feel like it's gotta be ninety nine. Because don't they burn do they not burn it? Let me ask my oh, girl. Oh no no no, because you can always undo them, right? Let me ask my girl Goob. <laughs> okay. I know with women, like with the with the ovarian version, sometimes they burn the tube, so like literally yeah. nothing is going to happen. Oh, Oh yeah. So we're I remember just gonna, when my mother. We know good and damn well that like the the chances are overwhelming that this is not your baby. Like just crazy. And so the fact that she really thinks that she could just play this off, like I understand you wanting to approach this delicately, but you're well within your rights to be like, so look, bitch. <laughs> Maybe not, bitch. <laughs> today, but just like I know what it really is, though, ho. Like, do you know? Maybe you should just sit her down one day and be like, so do you realize I've had a vasectomy? Like, I'm just waiting on you to let me know what it really is because I know good and damn well this is not my child. So Google says it is possible for sperm to find its way across the void between the two blocked ends of the vast differences. (laughs) Okay, Google. All right, Wikipedia. Of the vast differences. (laughs) I knew it. So no. Okay. What we're trying to say is possible is but not likely. Very okay. very unlikely. And so that even still do? says that's usually after the few few months after a vasectomy. So yes. So the fact that you had one three years ago means that Yeah, you, that goose really is, <laughs> that goose is burnt. That, that ship has sailed. Sunk. <laughs> So then how does he approach this with this girl who's pregnant and probably, you know, emotional or at least fragile, but knowing so that this do is not you his want child. For, okay, if you want for her to get out of your house right now, which <laughs> is fair. <laughs> you ain't shit. Because, bitch, why the hell are you go? I don't think I would go first off with like, okay, so listen, what's the quickest way to get your black no, ass out of my house? No, that's what I'm saying, like... If you want to be, because he is clearly very concerned with, you know, her health and her mental state, because although it's not his child, you know, he wants for her to be healthy and whatnot. So do you say, look, because you're going to have to sit her down and say, look, I know that this baby is not mine and I have no intention on taking on the responsibility of raising it. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) just want you to know before you give birth. I won't be around. I won't be signing. Like, I'm not going to be there, girl. Because a lot in a lot of states, if you are just like present or like in the role of a father, or you sign the birth certificate, yeah, that is your ass. Yes, that is your ass. You better get down there and get that two for one, uh, Chef Boyardee. Spaghetti and meatballs. Y'all need to get some shit clear right now. Y'all need to get some shit straightened out right now. Yeah, but she can still do it in a way that's like, you know, you don't have to say, look, bitch, you don't talk the whole lot of shit. Right. (laughs) 
You all excited as shit, picking out paint colors and shit, bitch. Nursery furniture and shit, ho. <laughs> what is <laughs> I think I But would, listen. I wouldn't do all that. Yeah, just say, listen, I had a vasectomy. Like, tell her that yeah. I know that this child is not mine. Or probably not yours. It most likely is not mine. I'm willing to take, you know, a test. Don't be offended. I'm only asking for a blood test because if this child is mine, it's a medical miracle. And we need to <laughs> and, alert the authorities. Yeah, we should tell somebody. Like, you could be on the Today right. Show. <laughs> right. Like, I hope this baby is mine so that we can get the fuck paid. Right. You better start a GoFundMe, nigga. <laughs> People, this is a story. Yeah. That, that's a conversation. So, like, right. so don't if be it's mad. Not mine, right? Don't, don't. I don't think you cheated on me. I'm just saying, medically, this I kind of make don't. Sense to me, testes are all knotted up, and I don't really shoot out my soldiers like I used to. So, it don't I'm work like that. <laughs> <laughs> the soup's clean. I don't have it. So, right. I just don't do that no more. So, I would like for you to leave. <laughs> So don't be offended. I'm just gonna ask for this blood test real quick. You know. No, when can you even? She has to understand. If you if your man has had a vasectomy, normally I feel like if your man asks you for a blood test, leave his ass automatically. But if he's had a vasectomy, then I feel like okay, I get it because you know he's expecting no more children for the rest of and his life. And odds are, if you tell her that you had a vasectomy and she doesn't come clean, like, I mean, <laughs> whoop, whoop. Because that it. ought to be enough to scare the shit out of her right there. The fact that you've had her, if she starts shaking after you say <laughs> Yes, that's it. Read that body language. If she start right, if her eyes dart to the left and the right if real quick. If she start her lips quivering like Olivia Pope, get out my house. If she looks genuinely <laughs> shocked, though, like, if her eyes get all big, like, nigga, the fuck? She's going to be like, Frank, shut up. Can't you see two men are talking? <clears throat> Frank. There, okay. That sounded anyway. Frank. Frank. Are you? What are you? Does this have to keep going? What are you doing? So yeah, I would just you know sit down, explain the situation to her, and go from there. And if she is honest with you and tells you like, listen, this is the situation, then just tell her that whoever it was that got you pregnant needs yeah. to be the one to take responsibility for that. And right. that may be a stressful situation, but it's also a fair one. Like, you ain't that child's daddy and someone else is. He needs to be taking care of the responsibility. Yeah. So, And if you already know, that. like, you don't want to participate in the illusion. Some men do. I just watched an episode of Fresh Prince earlier where Carlton knew he hadn't had sex with the girl. And like what, Voorhees. what the fuck was his problem? It fucking like Voorhees' ass. He knew he hadn't fucked her and was still going to claim that old yellow ass baby. <laughs> and it was just like... Did you see that video? video of lark Voorhees. oh my god we can't talk about that because she has an untreated mental illness yeah, like no, she does. it's not funny so what's the next letter so but anyway yes so anyway moving on our next question comes from neon blue and it says oh neon okay blue. oh it actually says bryant sorry neon blue is just a different name hi crystal and fury I'm Brian and I'm 24. You guys both seem to be very adamant about telling listeners to break up with their partners at the first sign of bullshit. And even though I usually agree with your judgment, these questions, with the questions that y'all received, there's something I need to ask. 
Do you guys ever decide to get past bullshit in a relationship or does everything deserve a breakup? I know that y'all say people should leave when you see the red flags, but sometimes things are forgivable, right? Can you ever forgive someone who has cheated or someone who lied? What are some things that you would forgive in a relationship compared to what you just will not put up with? See, here's the thing. Well, when we a lot of the times when we get these letters, mm -hmm. <coughs> the people who are writing in about their boyfriends, husbands, girlfriends, wives, and they're usually dealing with motherfuckers who like ain't shit yeah. and they've gotten these signs that this is somebody that they just should not be with and another part of the reason that I'll tell somebody very quickly to break up with them is because a lot of y'all are so young a lot of y'all be yes. writing letters and are like 19 20 23 years old and it's like oh but I love him like he ran over my sister and he punched my mama in her teeth <laughs> but he's just so I just love him so much and it's like okay well sure you're doing a lot for a nigga when you are young and you have so much more growing up to do don't attach yourself to this fuck nigga and his bullshit right and especially like me even 27 years old now i'm learning a lot more about myself and your perspective about relationships and what you deserve and what you got time for and you know all of that changes throughout your 20s especially yeah. i think so that's why i'll be so quick to be like well just break up with that nigga because you end up finding some other nigga that's gonna drive you crazy and then leave that nigga like you go maybe have to go through a couple of these niggas until you find the one that is yeah. worth sticking by you know what I'm saying but just don't stick around especially ladies and wait until you pregnant and got you know yeah. a whole entire person that links you with this fight. ain't shit bitch for a whole <laughs> 21 years or whatever like yeah. don't get out when you you know the getting's good yeah exactly but there are that. things that you can forgive and yeah like cheating for instance that depends on the person oh see look at you the lighter and the finer the more likely you are to let it slide you are a demon <laughs> a liar you I are the devil and the truth is not in you. I will work out a lot, but what I can't tolerate is blatant disrespect. Like lying, just outright lying to my face, cheating. I just, the things that are like you 100% could avoid and you didn't, those are the things that I'm least likely to forgive. But like personality clashes and all that, I work through it to the best of my ability. Yeah, I work try to work through personality clashes and things to the best of my ability as well <laughs> if there are certain things that I just cannot live with or tolerate and I express that to you and it's something that I feel like you should be able to compromise yeah. and you just refuse to that can be a deal breaker cheating when I say it it, it depends on the person <laughs> or I'm saying no what I'm trying to say is that it depends on the situation like if if somebody cheated on you, right? So let's say you've been in a relationship for 10 years mm -hmm. and you've never had ever had a sign of cheating and your partner steps out on you and comes to you immediately and says, this is something that I did and I'm ashamed of myself 
and I cannot believe that I did this and I will do anything that I can to make it up to you and please forgive me. Would you still walk out on them? I don't know. Maybe. But that's what that I'm that's the, what I'm saying. That but that never happens. Response. Right. That never it's never somebody you've been with forever who like expresses extreme remorse and was like, Baby, this is the worst thing I've ever done and I felt terrible as soon as it was done. It's never that. Yeah, it's it always happens. a nigga just throwing his dick into every other bitch in the project and not giving a <laughs> single fuck how you feel about it. And that's it. not forget so that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, well, yeah, that nigga fucked your cousin and your auntie and, you know, the whole uh, track team. <laughs> <laughs> just fucked everybody. And, you know, just, oh, but forgive him because he got a, a Prius or a Charger. <laughs> a bitch, a Prius. <laughs> he got a Dodge Charger. And what so just stick by you? his side. Like, fuck that. Especially, and I always, I, I feel like I have to say that to women especially because I feel like it's already hard enough you can be like an independent woman who don't take no shit and is like a good woman and it's still hard yeah. to gain respect from men it is you know what I'm saying so just by the strength of you being a woman just by the strength of you being a woman so why also have to deal with fuck niggatry on top of that like no fuck that like more women have to demand that these niggas uh, are like held accountable for the yeah. bullshit that they do in order for them to stop because they're out here listening to all these rap songs and these niggas who can cheat on 50 bitches because they can just <laughs> buy 50 more if them hoes leave they don't live the same lifestyle as you broke motherfuckers you can't do that <laughs> but true. they got these motherfuckers thinking that they can have you can't act like them side niggas hoes where you can't do that you don't while look like you them niggas at office depot girl <laughs> i can't be buying paper clips from you when you got eight side bitches too nigga no We're that's not, not the lifestyle you can live <laughs> That's for private jet living, motherfucker. It is. That's for Chris Brown, Drake, Diddy ass niggas. That's not for your regular broke ass. You can't be making a seventy five trying to disrespect the fuck out of women like you running something. You let them loving hip hop bitches be talking about, Nigga. oh, he can cheat on me as long as I don't find out. If your man ain't nothing running, nothing she still but has a Bentley. <laughs> like you on the bus. And not to say like you should tolerate disrespect from anybody, but it's yeah. a lot easier to take shit from a rich nigga than it is a broke one. What I'm saying is that like it seems like niggas just through hip hop culture, listening to what these rich niggas do, they live a completely different lifestyle they do. than it's you. True. They still ain't shit, but they live a different lifestyle than you. Yeah. But I feel like it's just niggas out here just be like, oh, why? be faithful for what that's you know <laughs> we're men like we come from wolves and you know and it's my destiny and, and it's so my seed we as men are just uh you oh, know to, man man uh, penis blah, blah, penis penis and wolves and the bears <laughs> how long are you gonna compare yourself to the wolves and the bears the wolves and the bears ain't got a supreme court bitch that's like they don't they can't we're different we have completely different brains and minds <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh, anyway, All I right. hope that answers your question. I hope it does too. Drake ruined this show. It's a trap. Our last question comes from Naji, who is a straight black man. Um, sure. And he's, I just know it's relevant. Okay. And he says, I have a gay coworker who I, re who I have respect for. Because when I was fucking at, at work, he was quick to come check me based on our friendship while everybody else at work would just talk shit about what I was doing wrong behind my back instead of helping me. So he and I are cool and he has voiced numerous times that he finds me attractive. Oh, I'm not homophobic. Uh, 
I'm, I'm not homophobic. I actually find him easier to talk to than the catty and immature women that work in the store. But lately he has been throwing passes at me and I continuously have to let him know that I'm straight and don't feel comfortable. This wasn't that big of a deal until the other day when I asked him for his homegirl's number and he told me to send him a dick pic so that he could send it to her. When I first heard him, I laughed because I thought he was joking, but then I saw the seriousness in his face, and he says, well, you know if you send her a dick pic, I'm going to see it anyway, right? I told him that I'm sure that's the case, but it will never be me sending it to him. I still never did get his homegirl's phone number, and I find myself trying to distance myself from him now. I would like to know your opinion on what I should do. Please help and thanks. Do what? Oh, Lord. Do it. Do it. Hey. Do it to you satisfied. That's whatever. right. Do it. Hey. Do it. Hey, do it. Do it till you satisfied. Whatever. <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want to, my nigga. Because this is the thing. I just a lot of these queens, you have okay. to so No, glad. you do. So no, glad. you do. I'm so glad you're saying so. You have to let these niggas be straight, girl. I'm sorry. You have to. Like, the thing that I love about straight friends of mine, like the straight, they are actually so much fun because the conversation ain't about shit. Like, <laughs> when we were doing Uncommon Sense, oh we were in the God, green room with, with Wax and Tax and all them niggas back there. And, um... Wax actually said something to one of the girls that, like, it struck a chord with me. He was—he said something to the girls, like, he said, like, girls always come here and want to say that, oh, you can't say that, you boys. We just men. We don't give a fuck about what we talk about. We just want to laugh. And I was like, that's... <laughs> That's literally how straight niggas are. Like, wow. they just say shit. They don't even really take each other seriously half the time. <laughs> they just be goofy. They say whatever dumb. They always have just... So, fuck the words we're using. Just as long as everybody laughs. Who cares? I mean, it's not to say that, oh, let's just all be offensive. I'm just saying, like, it's... There's no, like, pretense yeah, no, there. Right. They're not... It's just... They're goofing off and be and like Madden and sneakers and bitches and it's just like basic. Most of it is bitch. A good eighty percent of oh, it is 80%. other is women. And that's why I be telling the girls don't fall for this gossiping. Don't is a woman straight because them. it's not men gossip just as much as women do. They just gossip about women just like y'all do. <laughs> they do. Men usually I have gossip seen it about from my own men. self over the past several weeks. Men love to talk about women. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make here. um gays you have to let these straight guys just be straight i understand you know i've had my infatuation with straight friends before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and sometimes you just have to come to grips with the fact that it's just not gonna happen you know and sometimes it's for the best and it is for the best because there are so many gay niggas right that are just as fine that you can get dick from and All they don't have no problem nigga. giving it to you at all so like if you know that a guy is straight now this is the thing here uh oh uh oh some of these niggas are liars <laughs> <laughs> we're assuming the G that you aren't uh, lying about being straight <laughs> no I don't I believe him but yeah, what I'm saying is like some niggas write. be lying but even the ones that are always claiming if a guy is is telling you that he's straight even if you don't believe him if he's not um taking any of your advances or whatever leave it even if he's gay then clearly he just don't want you like leave him alone (laughs) then what the fuck just leave him alone but if you 
have expressed to him that you are uncomfortable with that kind of shit and you're a respectful yeah. of his sexuality, which you clearly seem to be, and you decide that, you know what, I don't like this shit, I'm just going to back off because I can't do this shit anymore, that you have every right to do that. Yeah. Because I would say, if he, if you were a woman, mm-hmm. right, and he was a straight man and this was the same story, I'd be like, you need to tell somebody yeah. to tell that nigga to leave you the fuck alone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and... You can say that in a multitude of situations, but the fact is that you're uncomfortable with what he's doing and you've expressed that to him and he's still doing it. Sexuality aside, that's just disrespectful. You Mm -hmm. shouldn't have to fucking tolerate it. And you queens need to leave these motherfuckers alone. (laughs) And you other queens need to stop sucking dick for money and then telling on them, leave them alone. You're fucking up the game for the girls who keep their mouth shut. Damn. Okay. This is some good champagne. (laughs) Let's just cut the questions off. Shit. That wraps it up for Ask the Read at gmail.com, aka the listener letters. That's the address where you can send your letters. Fuck. All right. And we will be right back. Hey guys, this episode is also being brought to you by Parachute. Parachute is an online luxury bedding brand based out in Venice Beach. They've created a line of everyday bedding essentials to enhance your sleep. That's sheets, pillowcases, duvet inserts, cashmere blankets, and even candles. Parachute's bedding is premium quality and toxic-free, meaning there are no harmful chemicals or synthetic finishes used. And their sheets are made of 100% long staple Egyptian cotton. The best in the world. Yes, it is. And the bedding is packaged beautifully upon arrival. Parachute does such a great job with the packaging. So it feels like you're opening a gift. It's so nice. And they also give back in a big way. They partner with the United Nations Foundation, Nothing But Nets campaign. And that delivers life-saving malaria prevention bed nets to those in need, which is a super dope cause. So go to parachute.com slash read and Parachute will give you $25 off on your very first order with READ. That's parachutehome.com slash READ. And then enter READ for $25 off at checkout to start sleeping better today with Parachute and all their wonderful luxury home furnishings and beddings and such as. And now let's move on. This episode is also being brought to you by the Slay Masters over at Bevel. That's right, Bevel is the first and only shaving system for men with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin shout out to tristan walker this thing is clinically proven to reduce and prevent razor bumps four out of five men reported reduced razor bumps discoloration and irritation i'm one of them up to 80 percent of black men and women struggle with razor bumps i hate them so much they are the bane of my existence they are the taylor swift of skin problems but bevel reduces the issue dramatically with a single blade that cuts above the skin with less irritation. Yeah, it's designed from the ground up to give a smooth, bump-free shave. And Bevel's end-to-end shaving system includes a pre-shave oil, badger brush, safety razor, blades, shaving cream, and a restoring balm. It's a whole kit. It's not just the shaver. So go on and start shaving smarter today at GetBevel.com. You get 20% off your first month membership by entering promo code THEREAD at checkout. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. And use code THEREAD. That's 20% off your very first month. You can get a smarter and sexier shave mm-hmm. courtesy of Bevel and the Reeds. So head Love on that over. Badger brush. All right. Yes, you better badger with that brush. And let's get the show get back to it. All right. So it's time for the read. It is. And you've got like seven different read options today. 
You know, I just want to start this. Let this be the um, the pre-read. Okay. Lord, a warm-up. Let's pre-game with this. Oh I just wanted to, because I wanted to say, one of the things about that last letter, <clears throat> mm-hmm. the thing that really annoys me about the 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 gays that can't dial the thirst back enough Lord God with, no with those guys that are like you know very comfortable with their sexuality yeah. and respectful of you and things it makes I feel like it makes a lot of guys not want to be friends with us because <laughs> it's like like here I am just trying to be cool and you know talk about uh, Housewives of Atlanta when you want to or we talk about ESPN when I want to but then you want my dick pic too? It's like, why can't we just be friends? Right. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. No, I'm sure it's good. not. <laughs> okay. So do you want to go first? Um, I can if you want me to, or you can. It's really up to you. I'm talking about Elizabeth Hasselbeck's bitch ass this week. So, so I'm actually, you go ahead and go first. Okay. Because I'll do that. I'm going to just. Yeah, I've got a game plan. So if you don't know, Elizabeth Asselbeck, who is famous for being on reality TV um, and used to be on The View, she's now on Fox because that's where most people who can't think for themselves end up. Okay. Went on Fox and Friends the other day and talked about the Sandra Bland situation with a police officer. They reviewed the videotape and then she asked... If it was possible that the cigarette could have been used as a weapon against the officer, was it wise of him to ask her to put it out going on into this line of questioning? And to his credit, the officer, even though he was like, yeah, you know, cigarettes have been used as weapons before, he was also like, the situation should have never gotten to this place in the first place and it is 100% the officer's fault for letting this escalate the way it did. Like, even though he still said that, the point remains that this stupid-ass bitch took her (laughs) ass on TV and asked (laughs) about what if Sandra had use the cigarette as a weapon towards his police officers like that somehow explains how this woman ended up dead in police custody because Sandra low-key what the girls don't know is that she has laser-like precision and she can flick a cigarette right into your I'm gonna get there I'm gonna get there let me just say sweetie first of all Yes, a cigarette can be used as a weapon, but so can any fucking thing else. You can pick up literally anything in your apartment or car right now, and you could probably kill somebody with it if you had the fucking determination. Just because it can kill you does not mean it is rational for you to be afraid of it, especially if you are a police officer in the state of Texas. Sandra Bland was driving around Prairie View, Texas, in her vehicle smoking a cigarette, which is 100% legal. If you as a police officer are afraid of a black woman who is obeying your orders and doing what you have asked her to do under the law if you are so afraid of her cigarette that you need to ask her to put it out then you need to find another goddamn job maybe in a state where it's not legal for people to drive around and smoke but it doesn't make sense for you to be afraid of her cigarette when half of fucking Texas motorists are smoking out on the fucking highways every goddamn day she's not an anomaly for that that's not new that's not crazy it's not like she was holding fucking lit firecrackers or some some shit this bitch didn't have sparklers she didn't have fucking rockets it's a fucking cigarette they're sold everywhere how the fuck are you that fucking afraid of it secondly 
Nothing in this video even remotely suggests that Sandra was going to use her cigarette to attack this police officer. She wasn't jabbing at this motherfucker. She wasn't like, ooh, better back up. Or I'm going to burn you with my cigarette. She wasn't like trying to get it in his fucking eye. She didn't threaten him with the cigarette. She was sitting there smoking a cigarette on the side of the road after pulling over to let an officer by, which is what you're supposed to do in the first fucking place. <laughs> like anybody in the fucking world would have been annoyed if you pulled over to let a fucking cop go by and then he pulled your ass over you would have been pissed anybody would have been alright so the fact that she had her cigarette and was just smoking her cigarette trying to relax her nerves and mind her business and you still antagonizing her is a whole nother part of the conversation you can't sit up here and be like oh well maybe Sandra did something or maybe this could have been a weapon when nothing about her seems to suggest that she was going to use that cigarette to fuck that officer up it looked like she was highly fucking annoyed at being pulled over like anybody would be and was smoking a cigarette like any fucking cigarette smoker would have been the problem and this is really what it ties into for elizabeth hasselbeck and all the rest of these bitches who are on the internet talking about what sandra should have done and sandra's attitude was this and sandra was that what you are really doing is perpetuating the lie that goes on and on and it's this suggestion that black people are dangerous by default like just who we are just by ourselves as soon as you see black skin all of a sudden you need to be prepared for a confrontation you need to be worried that some shit is gonna pop off all of a sudden when it's a black woman behind the driver's seat then it's something to be worried about and attitude is all of a sudden a problem how many different videos have we seen of white women interacting with the police or walking to different establishments and asserting their dominance demanding things feeling entitled to things having an attitude being upset and nobody fucking arrests them for it it doesn't fucking happen you know why because white women are allowed humanity and sandra bland was not if that had been a white woman in that fucking car knowing her rights would not have gotten her ejected from the car would not have gotten her fucking arrested would not have had her in a fucking holding cell it would have never happened they would have stuffed an apple in that man's mouth and roasted his ass she would have like never been pulled over in the first fucking place. She, it would have never gotten to the place that it got. And the problem is that she knew her fucking rights and she was ready and willing to assert them. She knew they didn't have no fucking justification for asking her to put her cigarette out. That is not legal. You cannot force somebody to put out a cigarette while they are driving a vehicle. You don't have the right to demand that she get out the car without telling her what you need to do with the car. You didn't have the right to say that you was going to light her ass up with a fucking taser knowing that blowing aiming a taser at somebody's can head can cause brain damage you know this and you're threatening her with it so that she'll get out of the car you have no legal justification for demanding that she get out the car all you should have done when you saw she had an attitude was write the fucking ticket and give it to her so she could have went about about her black ass day but no you were angry you were incensed that a black woman dare love herself and know her fucking rights and every time he tried to try her she came right back with no the fuck you won't actually don't have to talk to you except to identify myself and that's the truth you don't have to speak to the fucking police they don't run nothing y'all are here to uphold the law you niggas did not create the law you are supposed to be following it if somebody has an attitude that does not mean you get to go the fuck off on them that does not mean you get to slam they fucking face down into the asphalt just because a black 
black girl is annoyed like anybody would be does not mean you get to mistreat her and abuse her and the fact that y'all are up here suggesting that oh well maybe her cigarette could have been a weapon to take away from humanity is what I will not fucking stand for because like we said last week Sandra Bland could have easily been me could have easily been you Kid Fury or any one of our friends that we know so when y'all say oh well Sandra shouldn't have been so mouthy or Sandra shouldn't have had no attitude or Sandra should have known how to act all you're really doing is blaming a black woman for not staying in the place that you think she's supposed to stay in all you doing is telling a black woman play by the fucking role that your ass was born into and don't try it you would never tell a white woman don't sass back a police officer they don't even have to be told that because the police don't bother them 98% of the time but a white woman would never be told oh don't tell the police officer that you know your rights the fuck if a white woman was mistreated by the police, you best goddamn believe what they want her to do is assert her fucking rights. It's only when it comes to us that it's a motherfucking problem. So all you hoes talking about, oh, what Sandra should have done and this, this, this. I hope your bitch asses understand that none of what you're saying justifies the fact that this lady is dead right now. Not one goddamn thing. A fucking traffic stop. Black people don't get out the car during traffic stops for a reason. Because y'all love to fucking kill us during that shit. And for safety reasons, everybody knows that you're supposed to stay inside the car. Right. Every other police officer will say, keep your black ass in the vehicle. And I'm only too happy to oblige. When a police officer pulls me over, I have my license and registration ready before that nigga even gets up to the motherfucking window. Because I don't want no problems. Whatever citation you about to write me, whatever this is about to be, let's just get it over with. I want my interactions with the police to be short brief to the motherfucking point and fucking over with ain't nobody trying to have no long extended interactions with you bitch ass niggas ain't nobody trying to be around y'all you were mad that she had the audacity to know who the fuck she was and y'all killed her for that and so the next time you get on the internet defending talking the police officers talking about oh well maybe Sandra should have done this or maybe Sandra should have like that think about what a dumbass motherfucker you sound like right now and shut the fuck up Okay, so... That's my read this week. Great! All right! (laughs) All right! I saved the view stuff for you, because I know how much you... Who does that? All right! Um, everybody? Linda. Linda, all right! Oh, Linda, oh, her, all right. Maybe I'm not that good at it. No, I mean, you know, maybe... You have to go new, a little bit more New York-y with the accent. I think it's Jersey. Oh, well, that's what I meant. Northeast, sorry. (laughs) Tri-state... Sure. Whatever they all claim each other any other time. Listen, um, so uh, they talked about this Elizabeth Hasselbeck. I don't even really have a read. Like I said, um, I really want to rather have a conversation about something that happened to me recently, like right before I went on vacation. Okay, that just blew my mind and is sort of related to Sandra Bland and police bullshit. But mm-hmm. I just want to know why Whoopi Goldberg had the nerve to be on The View <laughs> talking about oh god um, oh well you know I've known Elizabeth Hass- I've known Elizabeth Hasselbeck for, for first of all can I start let me just say that when she left The View I knew that she was gonna just trickle on down to Fox News or whatever but I thought that I really wasn't gonna have to hear too much more from her mm-hmm. here we are so you know whatever Regardless. but Whoopi is talking about, you know, I've known her for seven, eight years and she never once told me to pick cotton or never called me a monkey or whatever. And it's like, what are you talking about, Whoopi? <laughs> Listen, the color purple forever legendary. Oh, ghost. Oh, sister act one and two. Oh, you know, like I will forever 
honor Whoopi Goldberg because mm-hmm. she is a legend. But you need to shut your ass up. And I love and I say that with love. Because how dare you talking about she never told you to pick cotton? What the fuck does that have to do with this? Now I understand that you know people will easily say oh you're racist or you're being racist now white people feel like okay well you, when you call a white person racist it's like the most damaging thing that you can ever do to them and it just costs them money and whatever i don't give a shit about that but that's the way they look at it it's like i don't feel like elizabeth hasselbeck is just you know having nightmares about a bunch of black men you know chasing her through the jungle and you know tying her up like i don't i don't believe that she is like a cold-hearted racist but that doesn't change the fact that you can say racially insensitive things or be a part of the problem whether it's you know intentional or not you may not even a lot of white people are a problem and don't even know that they are they think that they're allies they have no fucking clue and that's real. that they that you know so it is absolutely unfair and asinine to say because I know this woman and we've been friends for however many years and she's never been racist towards me that, you know, oh, let me cape for her on national television. Get the fuck out of here. They ain't got nothing to do with the point. What are you trying to say? People, you, what about the black people that knew Paula Dean for however many years and knew Donald Sterling however many years and, you know, and was dipping wings and ranch with Hulk Hogan, bitch? What does that have to do with the fucking, like... And then here comes Raven sitting over there talking about, hey, well, you know, I just feel like people of color, they just, they feel like white people shouldn't ask questions because it's not sensitive. Girl, how many continents? How many of them? How many? You have to remember this. Because I'm so sick. And she was just on there the other day talking about she feel like Caitlyn Jenner is is an act, become an activist too soon, and you just came out, and now all of a sudden you're oh, fighting girl. for people, girl. Just because you didn't want anybody to label you because you didn't want to be a part of the fight doesn't mean that nobody else, like someone else, shouldn't stand up and be a part of the motherfucking fight. That woman knows that. She has a huge platform and can be a force that the transgender community needs. So don't nobody give a fuck about how you feel about it being too soon or too late, bitch. You fight for your, for your continence, girl. You do that. What happened to the colorless American who don't believe in labels or no shit like that? What See, she that feel like because she's from all the continents in Africa and all the continents in Europe and a good portion of, of Jupiter, too, that she just has the key to life. And, you know, I saw her the other day in Lincoln Square. I was walking down the street because they had like a paper town's um red carpet premiere yeah. and i was just walking i was going you know to get me some candles or something cute from bed bath and she just happened to be on the street and a part of me wanted to like tap her <laughs> part of me wanted to tap her she looked me dead in my face too i want to tap her and be like girl what's wrong bitch what is what it was what's, what's the problem because i know it's something talk to me talk to me let me know because it's, it's something mm-hmm. i don't get it mm-hmm. i'm not understanding so anyway, when did Whoopi and Raven become like the tag team of dumbasses? And like, she just be Whoopi just be sitting over there with those the Wale dreads, just yeah, baby, <laughs> you the shit, bitch. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you correct. Bye. Bye. Good night. What is going? What are? Why are they doing that? Such a disappointment. so disappointing. Yes, anyway, still you know respect their work. Um. Anyway, what I wanted to do, actually. <laughs> I, do. I still wanted that this for Raven your- box set. Okay. And Whoopi Goldberg is still a legend. I don't give a fuck. It's just I don't understand why. Like, right. what are you doing? What are you? What, what are you, purpose does this serve? Yeah, what are you trying to do here? 
They're letting us know who they really are. Like, I understand that Raven is saying all of these, you know, she's saying a lot of controversial things or making a lot of crazy remarks. Um, (laughs) And I believe that she believes them. And I don't think that she's trying to be, like, malicious. I think that she really believes the thing that she's saying and she's trying to be fair. I don't think she's the boogeyman. But I feel also that, like, The View is kind of used. Because the only time you ever hear about The View now is because Raven says I'm crazy or, oh, look at her new hairdo. That's it. So I feel like they're using her and her her opinions to like drag this dead 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 horse and just beat it on down this dead hill to Hades (laughs) the conversation I wanted to have this week though was more so um, okay so I was in a cab the other day I was going home and this the driver was this Asian man and he I don't remember where I'm I think I may have been coming from here actually and I was going home and you know like down on 125th like near Lenox uh-huh. there's like you can't turn on that street when you're coming down a certain way like a certain from a certain direction on 125th yeah and so the driver had actually done some shit that I had never seen. He was actually a fantastic driver, all things considered. And so I just want to say shout out, you know, I, he did some shit that I was like, this is actually a great idea. I've never seen anyone do this to avoid this inconvenient, like, yeah, shit here. Because the traffic can be, the whole situation can be an absolute wreck in this city. Like, it's a mess. So he said something when he turned down that street he was like you know man it's a trap avenue and i was like what because he kind of talked like like he listened to me goes like me <laughs> and so i was like this is the trap like I, we in harlem but you like what you know about the trap like, i was like what? you know i was like the trap the trap trap avenue and he was like no man like this is a trap avenue like he explained to me that the way that the street is built like the way it's set up they have it so that you really can't turn on those a lot of these avenues in certain ways and they have it they have like cops parked out there basically waiting for somebody to make a mistake Mm -hmm. and turn so that they can pull them over and give them a ticket like even a lot of streets I've seen they'll have like oh you can't turn left here between 7am and 4pm or something like that and it's like why for what? The amount of traffic. And so he explains to me. So I'm sitting in here and I'm having this conversation with this like Asian rap fan. You know, this <laughs> man. He's like in his 40s or whatever. Cool ass dude. And he's just explaining to me like the police. Like they have it set up where these cops are sitting out here sneaking and hiding and ducking and snitching and calling other cops and waiting for people to turn. And he's like, the thing about it is. If you fuck up on the wrong day and make a wrong turn at a wrong time and he catch you, he pulls you over and you get a ticket, right? Yeah. And he explains to me how that basically fucks up his money. You know what I'm saying? Because now the little bit of money that I'd maybe have made today, I got to go and pay this ticket with, right? And that takes away from the money that I have to go and and spend on food for my kids and my wife, you know? And he's like, you get a few of those fucking tickets and they'll suspend my license. Then I don't have a job. And then what I got to do? I got to go and stand in line and the welfare, you know, and and try and use that to feed my kids. And then these same white people will look at me crazy because I'm on welfare. But it's like, you set this whole, like you 
set me up. Mm-hmm. Like you set this whole thing up. You don't give a fuck because the the police all over the country they have a certain amount of tickets that they have to write mm-hmm. every like they have a quota they need to make to make revenue for the county and the state and the city and whatever the fuck else so they're doing they're building shit like that to pull you over for bullshit to write you tickets next thing you know you ain't got no motherfucking job and your kids and shit you all on welfare to feed your fucking kids and then they laughing about you being on welfare mm-hmm. making fun of you for it that's the system of the country that we're living in mm-hmm. I said Asian man, if you don't, like, let us talk about this shit in here tonight. And I was, like, mind blown. I'm sitting here Mm -hmm. chatting it up with this man about some shit that I absolutely understand. This ain't a black man. This is not an Indian man. This is not a Latino. This is an Asian man sitting here and he's telling me all I'm trying to do is drive this motherfucking cab and feed my kids. And not for nothing. Like, he wasn't even... There was no reason. Like, we weren't talking no shit. Like, he just mentioned to me that this is a trap. And Mm. I never realized that. And he broke it down to me of how they fucking set people up to take all of these L's. Yep. They are sitting and waiting to pull you over and take your money and put it back into Mm -hmm. this same fucking system that doesn't give a fuck about you. Yep. And then when you're ass out and you can't feed your motherfucking kids and you gotta go and line up and go buy food stamps or whatever, then they look down on you or have the nerve to tell you oh, well, you know, we pay, I pay my taxes so that you can have your welfare and, you know, oh, I, I pay my taxes and, and you have your food stamps and, oh, well, clearly you, you're standing in line for the welfare and, and I'm the one, we're the ones taking care of you, maybe you should get jobs. It's like, that is the type of shit that we're talking about. The system's yeah. literally broken. It's built against us. You know what I'm saying? And so. And y'all shit on the poor for being poor instead of shitting on these corporations that are deliberately keeping them poor instead. Like. And don't fucking have a problem with that. Anyway. Knowing I that poor people run our society. Like, where would you be without the fucking cab drivers, girl? Where would you be without the Chipotle workers? Where would you be without the people who help keep all the little things in society going? Little things and big things. Where would you be without the fucking CNAs? The fucking doctor's assistants? Like, it's so many people who are barely making it. As much as I hate it. this motherfucker, as much as I hate that shit, if all the MCA workers were like, girl, I'm Nigga. not going to work, what the fuck? Okay, <laughs> like, well then cancel all my meetings. Because, like, bitch, because I, I can't help you. Because Especially if the MTA and the cabbies are all out of work. Okay, so then we're really not going anywhere. So what the fuck? So then New York City is stranded. All right, so that's just off top. And how does that not affect your money? Y'all treat these nannies like they ain't shit when they are raising your fucking kids. Got your going white ass children to the to titty. Lincoln Square Do it. is like Say the it. help life. Say it. Oh, bitch. <laughs> that whole entire area. My God. That's right. All I see when I go out there are these black women that are pushing around these white people's kids mm-hmm. and I know good and damn well that they got a whole bunch of kids that they gotta go home and figure out how they gonna feed on top of taking care of your goddamn kids too and my grandmama came to this motherfucking country doing that shit taking care of these white people's kids raising your these white people's grandmamas and great grandmas yes. and wiping their asses yes. my grandmama did shit like that my grandmama and you shitting on us white children. but that's is. literally the system that this country has been was built on. You came over here, wiped out whoever, all the people that were here, 
and enslaved whoever else was there. And then you cut game and bought some other motherfuckers Child. from over in Africa, Child. stole the other ones you didn't want to buy, and had them come over here and build your shit for you. And you've been standing on their necks for since then, yeah, and want to act like. The shit that really fucking frustrates me, and I wanted to say this, like, and I said this a, a bit on Uncommon Sense, but I feel like white people who get into defense, Mo, when we talk about white people, mm-hmm. Raven and Whoopi. <laughs> when we talk about white people, I know, sweet Madison, that you didn't own slaves. I know that you just want to listen to Dirty Sprite too, like everybody else, and that you don't have anything against us. And so you are just like, why are white people, everybody's against me and white people. And we're not, you are living in a privilege that was created by your Amen. ancestors. Amen. And that privilege, that system was built against us. And it still is, girl. So you can like all of the hip hop and R&B charts on iTunes you want. That doesn't change anything. And so when we say that, it's not that we're saying, yes, you, Madison, and you too, Helen, you are slave owners, you racist garbage. You make me sick. Like, it's like they take that shit to heart. What we're saying is, White people, whiteness, the white force, the man, whatever you want to call it, that is a system that has been built against us and it still is that way. And really, like, did you see that video the other day? I don't know where it was, but it was a, a crowd of people were rallying together and they were all saying we, they were doing all right. The yeah, yeah, yeah. The Kendrick Lamar and I was, protest. I said to my friend, I said, that is the best chance. That is the best because we literally are going to be all right. And I feel spiritually, I feel like we are in an era that is very, very important. All of this shit is happening for a reason. It's because you cannot hide it from kids. You can't hide it from kids at all. It don't matter. All you folks, white, black, whatever color (laughs) you are, you got your kids with these iPads, these minis, watches, all that stuff. And it's right there live, right there in their faces. You can't hide it. And they're they're thinking for themselves. You got the Amanda Stenbergs. You've got um, mm-hmm. Camille McIntyre. I can't. Remember. I'm sure I said her name. Oh, wrong, the designer. The designer. Yeah, yeah, you've got these these young people of color who are like, I love myself and I'm woke and I understand what's going on. You just got to let these couple of these more old racists. They just got to die, girl. And it just is what it is. I'm not saying they got to die right now because that's you know that's dark. But what I'm saying <laughs> is you know they got to live their they got to live their time and they just got to go. You know, but it, I feel like right now we are in an era that is very, very, very important and it's all happening for a reason. And I think that young people are, are understanding that and they're aware of that. And in the long run, we are going to be all right, whether you like it or not. So, yeah, that's all. All right. So that wraps up another episode of The Read. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at This Is The Read. Check out TheReadLive.com for tickets to our upcoming live shows. We just found out that The Read DC is sold out. So shout out to all of you. We will see y'all on December 5th. Yay! Woohoo! But as for the rest of you, Atlanta, Seattle, St. Louis, and Charlotte, thereadlive.com for tickets. We are so excited to come to your cities and see you guys and party and all that funness. Also, if you are in D.C. and you didn't get a ticket to The Read Live, there's always Halloween. <laughs> is that so are you confirming it right now or no you are so 
I hate you. That's great, Champ. Okay. Um. So, do you have any other announcements? I feel like I do, and I'm forgetting. I'm not sure. Um. um hmm. I don't think uh, I do. I don't think I do. I am going to uh, be creating some fun things for Neon. I'm trying to um, come up with a fun way to build like a group for all of us mm-hmm. where everyone can chat about um, games and things that are coming out. They pushed back Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm for him. So you don't get it. Okay. But um, yeah, that's something that I'm doing. And um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. Follow me on Twitter or whatever. Oh, yeah. Thanks again to Drake and Charlemagne for hooking us up with the alcohol today. It was very fun. I'm going to rinse out this bottle and keep it forever and ever. Also, um, for those of you asking about my Beats 1 gig, it changes every week the day that I'm on air. So you need to follow me on Twitter at C-R-I-S-S-L-E-S. For updates when I'm going to be on, I can't tell you um, any earlier than the day in advance or the day that I go on air because, you know, it's Apple to Apple. We keep lots and lots of secrets. So follow me on Twitter for the updates of when I'm going to be live on Beats 1. Oh, shout out to my girl, uh, Naeem Supreme, her new project, Happily Ever After. Happily Ever After is, um, I think it's a title exclusive. So you can go and check it out. I saw that. I was so excited so for her. I was like, yeah. look at Naima. She's the bomb. She's so Work. Fine. Yeah, she is gorgeous. Um, And yeah, so. I think that wraps it up for me. Do we have a acronym this week or not? T-U-N. Tuck under. <laughs> Never mind. What is it? Sorry. Time's up me. <laughs> Did the best I could. I tried to give you a fair shot. I still love your album. We'll whatever. always have Big Daddy. <laughs> we will always have Big Daddy. Always have so Big no Rico Daddy. video. God, these niggas are selfish. I'm going home. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to... Maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five mile radius. I'm an expert at that. 
Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you.